0: is a man who's going to talk to us about, well, pay-per-click advertising, whatever the heck that is, Uh, and we're going to dig into maybe what's best, what are some of the pitfalls, and um, just figure out where you should be looking to invest your advertising dollar. Welcome to the show, John.
1: Hey, thanks for having me, Warwick.
0: All good, mate. Uh, I'm also joined, of course, by my co-host, Nick Cox, the builder's wife. Howdy, team. So, uh, John, um, give our listeners a bit of an intro, mate. Who are you? What do you do? And uh, what are you doing here?
1: Yeah, so um, I run a um, a sort of boutique digital marketing agency um, out of Melbourne. I've I've been doing it for about twelve months. Before that, I was uh, I was actually running my own sort of computer repair shop. um, Just um, you know, and, and I was doing my own sort of marketing. Uh, to get to get customers in and I was having quite a lot of success with it and I just sort of, I guess, fell in love with the sexiness of um, marketing uh, and then I sort of got, yeah, started into that. And previously I was I was working for a company, yeah. So that's cool. me in a cool. nutshell, I guess, in terms of the marketing side.
0: I love that you think uh, marketing is sexy, mate. I, I think there's a lot of listeners that would be <laughs> thinking marketing is an absolute pain in the ass, but... Uh... <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's. I mean, there's so many different things out there, and you know, everyone gets bombarded from all which directions, and you don't know, you know, what's actually working, and it feels like half the time, you know, things don't work. But there, there is some, there is some sexiness in there if if you know where to look.
2: <laughs> you might need to open up our eyes, there, John.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, hopefully, I will.
0: <laughs> so you've uh, you've fallen in love with the whole. Uh you specialize in digital marketing, John?
1: Yeah um, so everything yeah basically uh, driving sort of you know customers potential customers website traffic to, to people's websites. Um, and then you know once they once people land on your web page, they, they will they will see your phone number or an email and they'll send you know the business owner give them a call or give you a call or uh, send you an email. Uh, and basically, just driving sort of sales through 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 the, through the internet, which is a huge thing these days, as I'm sure a lot of your listeners would be aware of. You know, back in the day, everyone used to be sort of having a yellow pages and stuff, and everything sort of moved now on towards Google and on the internet.
2: It certainly changed a lot in my time in business, John. Is this something that you taught yourself when you were in your computer repairs business?
1: Yeah, so basically I had a computer repair business. Um, I was actually running a few advertisements in the local uh, papers around my area. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also sort of set up a, a couple of Google ads just myself, just sort of self-taught really. And I just found that the Google ads, I was just getting all of my calls. Like every time I got a, my phone rang, I, just, I always used to ask the person, you know, how did you hear about us? Mm-hmm. And they're always saying, oh, I heard from you on Google and things like that. So I was having a lot of success with it and and it was actually a lot cheaper, I found, than running sort of in a newspaper advertisement and, that, yeah, that's sort of how I, how I sort of really discovered it.
2: Okay. Interesting. So when you first started, do you see a big change between what you were doing then and what you're doing now?
1: No, I mean all the time you can hear about, you know, the latest and greatest new trends and new marketing tactics and, you know, what's working and every things that are dead. But I actually find that sort of, you know, there's a few, if you just keep it simple, uh, follow a few, you know, specific tricks and and tactics. Um, you know, you can get some really good results. Um, I mean, with the, with the Google ads, for example, um, setting up a Google ad is, It's, it's very easy to do. It doesn't take much, like anybody can set it up. Um, and and there's sort of three things to remember. So when, when someone, for example, they'll jump on their smartphone, let's just say, you know, you're a painter. Um, you've got, you've got a painting business Mm -hmm. and someone, you know, might be thinking about, right. uh, you know, I want to paint my house. They'll probably jump on their, their, their smartphone and they'll probably type into Google, you know, painter Sydney or wherever they live, painter Brisbane, you know, and, and then you'll see if, if you've got a Google ad at the top, uh, you can have, you know, paint in Brisbane, you, you'll target the keyword. That's the most important thing, I guess. Uh, and then you have a short sort of ad copy, which says, you know, we are painters in Brisbane. We give you the best, maybe some sort of benefit. We paint your house. We're offering a special summer sale. And then if they click on that ad with they like what they see, they'll hit your landing page, which is just a page on your website. Yes. And that page should say something like, you know, Painter's Sydney. Just keep it all simple, the same wording throughout. And then you'd want to have on that landing page lots, like at least three different uh, parts at the top, in the top, middle and bottom of your landing page. You're going to want to have like a phone number. Call us now or send us an email. So
2: that's, so that's to sort action. of how
1: it works. So yeah, call to action. Yeah, you're going to want to... yeah. Uh, and also, I mean, a lot of people, when they, a lot of businesses, if they create a, web, a website, it's easy to get carried away and put lots of text and stuff. I find the best thing is just to keep it simple. You know, if you're a painter, hit at the top of the page, just have a nice big picture, you know, of your business and you painting maybe a couple of houses that you've painted before and after photos, maybe a short video uh, about you, about your business. Um, you can just film that on your phone and just post it on YouTube. It's, it's very easy to do. Uh, And then just keep the text to a bit of a minimum, maybe a bit of the services that you guys, that that they offer. Mm -hmm. uh, And then straight away hit with the, you know, call us now, the call to actions you want sort of as many of them on the page as possible, right at the top, middle and bottom. Because, you know, if you're paying for things like Google ads, that can be expensive, it can be expensive to get a click. So you want to maximize if someone does click on your ad, you know, they're actually going to take action and give you a call.
2: Okay. So can you just explain to us the difference between or the benefits between having just a website that you might do some SEO tweaks, et cetera, in the background that you um, find a way to promote on the page and actually having Google Ads? What's the difference, the benefits, et cetera?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, with with SEO, SEO is sort of a, a long-term game. Yes, it's very it's very lucrative um, once you get to the first page of Google. Uh, depending on there's lots of factors at play, so it depends how old your website is and, and stuff. It does take time and quite a bit of an investment up front to get your page your website to the top of Google.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it it depends if if I mean I know that business owners their main priority is that they just want the phone ringing you know, emails coming in, leads, you know, they want business coming through the door. So it's always good to, you know, if you're starting out or if, you, if you're if trying to ramp up the leads sort of in the next few days, jump on the Google AdWords. Um, because once you set that up, you're going to start getting your, your, your ads, you know, people clicking on your website first. Now, when I say like set up with Google AdWords, the, the key thing as well is the landing page or your website. You want to make sure that the page, that the people are visiting, um, you know, as I said before, is set up. So it's encouraging people to call. So you want plenty of call to actions, you know, call, call now at the top in the middle at the bottom and photos, you know, visual photos and videos, they just work really well. To get people you know because it just sends those trust signals people you know they want to have that your website doesn't have to be anything fancy or amazing Mm -hmm. just keep it simple you know keep it trans you know just be sort of real with it and and you'll you'll find you'll get a lot of success just with the google adwords then if you know seo is, is is a great thing it takes time so you have the google adwords up and you'd be getting your sales and then in the background you could be you know you could be having an seo campaign doing some tweaks Okay,
2: so it's almost necessary to have both.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not necessary to have both. And it depends on the size of your business as well. Like if you're a, you know, if you're a one-man team, you might want to set up a, just a Google AdWords sort of $30, 40 a day budget uh, because you don't need that many leads to, to fill all your jobs. But if, if, you're a, you know, if you're a big company, you've got five trucks running and a whole team of people yeah you're going to probably want to invest a lot more uh, to drive more leads so SEO and PPC work both uh, the Google ads and the SEO work very well together uh, but you you don't have to use both I mean some companies will just use SEO uh, some companies will just use the Google ads and then again some companies just want to hit everything and they'll 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 use both
2: okay, so to make it really simple for me. Google AdWords or Google Ads, sorry, is the best way for me to elevate my website or whatever it is that I'm advertising to the top of the page on Google.
1: Yeah, that'll get you, you because you're paying Google, that'll get you at the top. So if you, if you go to a, you know, if you type in something in Google, you would have seen it before. At the very, very top, there's a couple of listings and they've got like a little green ad label underneath that they're the google adwords okay so if you are setting up a google adwords account you can straight away get to the top of google Mm -hmm. below that is the the generic sort of listings which are the the organic listings Mm -hmm. uh they are that's seo now you know a lot of people a lot of business owners will come and ask oh i want to i want i want to seo my website or i want to be at the top of google with seo how long will it take and it's a really tough question because it does depend on, you know, how old is your website, for example, um, you know, how long you've been in business. But but generally you can start to see results. It's about a three-month process, three to six months. And then after about 12 months, you'll really start to see the, the leads coming through with SEO. So it's more of a, like a long-term play. Sure. Yeah.
2: So um, in terms of the ads, is it – um. I'm just thinking, say, for example, we're house builders in Brisbane. There's a lot of house builders in Brisbane. Do we need to be cautious about what words that we're using so that we're maximising? Obviously, there's only so many ads they can show on a page. Is that where the the actual keyword choice becomes quite important?
1: Yeah. So that is where keywords, because if you're a, a house builder in Brisbane or say the keyword Is house builders Brisbane? So customers are typing in that. Your ad is going to want to include that keyword, house builders Brisbane, Mm -hmm. because people, if people see that you know you're maybe home building Brisbane or something that's not the exact keyword they typed in, they're going to be, they're going to, there's a less chance that they're going to click on it, And, and Google will know that. Google measures how many times people click on your ad compared to others. And they'll give that ad what's called a, a relevancy score, which is sort of a scale of one to 10. The higher your score, if you if you get your ad relevancy at 10, it's, it's going to get you more clicks. Uh, it's right. going to be cheaper, cost you less to display your ads. So, Yeah, hopefully that makes sense.
2: So I guess my question would be or a secondary question to that would be there are, say, 100 house builders in Brisbane and they're all advertising on Google. How does Google decide who goes to the top of that first page um, if we're all paying the same, advertising the same, using the same keywords?
1: So that's where the relevancy score comes in. So say there's 100 house builders and, and going for the search term House Builders Brisbane. Mm-hmm. Now, if your ad, that's where you where the right you get you get a couple of lines to write sort of we are Brisbane's number one house builders or um, you know we offer uh, a fantastic you know spe- unique house design. The the important thing is to have the keyword that they're searching in the copy of the t- in the ad copy. So if it's House Builders Brisbane, you're going to want to include the keyword House Builders Brisbane. Okay. All these kind of things like this. Will increase the the relevancy score of your ad. So if you have a relevancy score of say nine out of ten or ten out of ten, um, Google will dis- display that ad above other house building competitors, which which might not know about that. Mm. I didn't know about that. So yeah. So and not, not and, that I'm a, it, a Google not, AdWords expert, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's it's not just about the keyword in the ad copy itself. You also need to have the keyword in the on the landing page as well, mm. because you don't want people to click on your ad, visit your website, and then the website does something completely different. Yeah, because the person is just going to click back to Google, and Google can measure that as well. That'll affect your ad relevancy score as well. So you want you want your ad, your landing page, everything to be consistent and matching the keyword that's that's generating traffic. Yeah,
0: it's an area that I see. And I I hear quite a number of tradies uh, expressing frustration with Google AdWords and AdWords managers um, where they're spending money, they're running ads, they're getting clicks, and nothing's happening. And from what what I've seen, there's often a lack of advice about the back end. You know, what happens after someone clicks the ad?
1: Yeah, well, if that's happening, you know, if you're if you're running a Google AdWords campaign and and are your AdWords manager or or are if you're running your campaign yourself and you're seeing the stats and you're seeing that you're getting plenty of clicks but you're not getting any calls, and or you know the the ads are very expensive. You're getting a, you're paying a ton of money for a few clicks. Mm. That's where you need to really have a look at what's the web page, the landing page that these visitors are hitting is the landing page. Do you have the keywords clearly showing on the landing page? Is your landing page full of text or is it just a nice couple of big photos, plenty of call to actions and the keywords? So if it's house builders, Brisbane, you'll have the keyword house builders, Brisbane in your Google ad and you'll also have the keyword house builders, Brisbane at the very top sort of the main heading. It'll be house, you know, house builders, Brisbane, your number one house building, provider or, you know, just as long as you've got the keyword consistent. So that that's a, that's a, that's a fundamental thing.
0: Hmm. So why wouldn't we go and use Facebook? I mean, we're told that it's massive, uh, although it's getting more expensive, um, you know, define expensive, but, uh, you know, Facebook ads are probably cheaper to run. You can target. You can do all sorts of cool stuff. Is uh, AdWords, Google AdWords still... Relevant John or you know, like h- how do we decide which one we should be doing?
1: Yeah, well <clears throat> Facebook um, and Google they have the same sort of system where people you pay for every time someone clicks on your ad mm-hmm. Facebook is great Facebook ads are really great if you're sort of um, You're trying to make people aware of your brand. It has some fantastic targeting features on it so you know, you can target people um you know, based if they're in a relationship or exactly, you know, if they live in a certain postcode or you can target people because Facebook has so much information about us. Uh, It can also, how much money you earn a year, what your salary is. So you can target people that only earn sort of 80,000 plus a year. So it's great in that terms, but I find that the, the best, the most, the businesses that have the most success with Facebook ads are those that provide sort of, um, visual products. So people who are painting houses or a uh, tradies that were might or people that might be, um, landscaping gardens, you know, you can show before and afters of your landscape work. So if you're, mm. if you're like a, a, a plumber or an electrician, it's a little tougher, um, because people want that sort of, you know, something that that's value. So if, if you were a plumber or a, an electrician, you could, you could make Facebook ads work. Um, but you'd have to be a bit more creative in how you advertise things like if you're an electrician, you could maybe create a, a quick, a brief article or um, advertise how you can save two to two and a half times of your power bill. So if you're showing some sort of value on Facebook, you can get people there. But that's why a lot of people stick with the Google AdWords because a customer, you know, a potential customer, if they're on Facebook, people are on Facebook for social reasons, you know, they're there to, to catch up with their friends, just browsing. They're not looking for a service. Like if someone busts, uh, if, if a pipe breaks in their house, they're going to go onto Google straight away and type in emergency plumber. They're not going to go on Facebook and type emergency plumber. So there's a little bit of a different tactic. That's why the Google AdWords is more expensive, but you get that sort of direct call while Facebook is sort of more that awareness, um, it's cheaper to run the Facebook and I definitely recommend, you know, depending on the business, it's, it's worth a shot because it can work well for a lot of businesses. Just comes down to, um, you know, how you set up your ad. You need to have nice photos, uh, of, of, a video of your business before and after photos work really great. So if you are painting a house or landscaping a garden before and after, um, and then targeting the right people. So Facebook, you could maybe target people that are, have just, Moved into a new home and a homeowner's, um, you know, that, that could work for you. There's lots of factors at play and lots of testing that, that would be done uh, before you ramp up and, and find something that works. Yeah, absolutely. So,
0: John, I'm curious, mate, what's your experience with the, the quality of the leads coming from those different platforms? You know, Google AdWords, it's like, yeah, someone's their, their toilet's blocked and they need it fixed. Uh, or, you know, they really need someone to come out and and fix the the burned-out switchboard um, versus those coming via Facebook. Have you noticed any difference in the quality of leads and the relevancy in in terms of, you know, everyone wants those good clients that are willing to pay for quality and service and all those sorts of things? Um, I probably hear, again, a bit of uh, negative feedback about AdWords in that regard that doesn't necessarily attract those better clients.
1: With the, would you hear that with the Google AdWords or yeah. more with the Facebook?
0: Yeah, Google AdWords. So, you know, tradies tending to get more price focused um, inquiries, and finding it, you know, probably a little frustrating. I guess where it's like, you know, people, yeah, they're ringing or they're they're emailing, but it's like, yeah, and I'm getting two other quotes, and you're too dear, so I'll go with someone else. What, what's been your experience with that, John?
1: Yeah, well, I mean every business, even myself, like when I'm, you know, my business, my ideal customer are business owners and and everybody is looking to, you know, for, you know, the best price. But one thing that is true, definitely true with when it comes to sort of selling, you know, if you're selling as a tradie or, or anything, is people, they, they might come across as, you know, Oh, look, you're too expensive, but that's where you really need to get your, 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 your landing page on point your website where you're actually showing, you know, what's, the value that you're providing. So it's, it's a little tough if it's, you know, a busted pipe or, or something in terms of, you know, how do you compete with say your, your competitor down the road who's offering half the price? Um, I w I would just, I mean, from my experience when I, when I was running the computer repair business, you do get a lot of people that are just calling and, and, um, not necessarily are willing to pay the price, but, Mm-hmm. If you can get the right amount of clicks just coming through, like a sheer number of clicks, you will get the, you know, the decent clients Yeah. in terms of the Facebook advertising, uh, you know, you can target people with high incomes, but that's not necessarily means that they, you know, they're willing to pay more. Yeah, yeah. It just, if you can show the, yeah, it's it's a tough one to answer really.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's um, and it's a question that I get asked a lot by tradies uh, in my work as a tradie wingman, and and I know Nick comes across it a lot as well in uh, speaking to to her clients as the builder's wife is, just how do you target good clients, uh, and you know can you weed out the the price shoppers and the price focused clients, or is it just a matter of as you say, John, just having enough leads coming in consistently that you're sort of screening out the the C and D class clients.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've, I've got a setup for for my business. Um, I have a, when, when someone hits my website, I actually make them fill out a a, a form uh, where I ask them a set of questions, but it wouldn't really apply to tradies because I think, you know, the majority of 80% of the people that are going to your website, you know, especially if they're a hot lead, they're just going to give you a call, you know, they're going to call you straight up. So then it's, it's really, it switches more from sort of the marketing side to, you know, where, whereas you know, if you're a tradie or, you know, anyone, you've got to turn yourself into a bit of a salesperson. So if somebody is complaining about the price, you know, if that's their problem, that's where, you know, it sort of steps into the, the realm of sales. Like how can you, how can you can show them that, you know, your value is, 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 you know, why they should choose you over the guy who's a bit cheaper you know, that's where it, it, it could be important to show, have reviews, you know, on your webpage, you know, things like showing all five-star reviews, um, certificate, plenty of certifications, advertising them, just things that sort of build up trust signals. I mean, that's a whole nother kettle of fish, the whole sales, um, you yeah. know, how do you convert once you get those leads, but yeah. yeah.
0: And and that goes back to what I, I mentioned earlier, you know, I see a lot of people running AdWords campaigns and even Facebook campaigns, and that's it that they don't have the back end sorted, and it's it's critical you know you you you're going to get more price queries if you haven't got a great landing page and solid content and testimonials and you know twenty or thirty five star reviews on either Google or Facebook, although Facebook's changed that now it's recommendations but um you know you've really got to have that back end before you press go on your ad spend would would that be accurate mate yes
1: yeah definitely you want to i mean the critical thing will be that the landing page it just it doesn't like i said uh, earlier it doesn't have to be the most perfect web designed you know amazing schmacko website what's what's important is that it's just has some nice photos of your business maybe you know a photo of the truck and just um uh some photos of some before and after work uh, a few testimonials on your site um maybe a short video just talking about you know you know your services and and why they're so great those things can help sort of when someone you know lands on your website they just want to have a look and just see what you're about and, and if you look like a you know a legitimate good company you'll attract some some uh, some good customers if if your website's just sort of slapped together and looks like it's sort of you know put together in a lazy sort of way yeah you might get a few of those Sort of higher quality clients that are just looking. Oh, this 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 person's website. Now nah, I'll just go back and look at someone else's. So it's sort of that image you're trying to portray, and you know, to help you. You know, if you portray project a, you know, a, a, a successful running professional company, even if you're a one man operation or you've you've got a team of five. If you project that, you know, successful image in that clean, you know, organized, you'll you'll attract some some quality customers. Mm. Yeah good points.
2: John this just feels a lot like another thing that tradies need to think about worry about do they don't have time they're busy running their businesses and doing everything else that they need to do so can you give us a few pointers on how we find the right people to help us do this for us?
1: Yeah I mean marketing is a is there's a lot involved and you're right when you're when you're a business owner if you're a tradie or any sort of business, you know, your time's devoted to doing what you do best. And that's running your business and providing a, a fantastic service to your customers. And in the mark, in the murky world of marketing, there are a lot of, you know, who do you trust, what to believe. Um, you don't have time to do it yourself. I would say in terms of like, um, you know, if, if you are just wanting to put a landing page together, you can, best to just sort of if you find a, uh, a marketer online or go into web design just have a look at the work that they're doing and and to be honest like for a good quality like a landing page to be cleaned up i think you could get one easily well done for between six hundred dollars to any more than a thousand dollars i don't think you you can find a good landing page um yeah it's, it's a tough one to to, to know but the best way is just to have a look at their sort of previous work that they've done just ask you know what websites have you done in the past or have a look at their website is their website you know is quality and you just have to yeah go with it based on that i guess
0: yeah and and uh sorry nick uh, a good one that i guess um i don't think a lot of people do this and i've been listening to a bit of russell brunson and a few other um, big digital marketers talking about actually you know, go look at your competitors as well and either buy their product and see what their whole process is like or, you know, in the case of a tradie, maybe, you know, click on their ad and then submit an inquiry or get your, you know, your brother-in-law or someone to do it um, and just see what their process is like. If there's someone out there that you think is crushing it in your industry, whether it's plumbing or mechanical or whatever, go through their process and, and have a look at what the 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 winners are doing.
1: Yeah. hundred percent agree with you on that one. Like you shouldn't be trying to reinvent the wheel here, you know, Find, see who who is crushing it or who, there'll be a few of your competitors that you, you'll, you know, they'll be like, wow, the, these guys are great. Exactly. Find out their process and you know, you can copy it. Don't just, just change it slightly, but yeah, basically just copy exactly what they're doing. Don't try to reinvent the wheel. Like, you know, copy what's, what's working and uh, and chances are it's going to work for you too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, John, any, um, any like fatal mistakes that people make when they do this stuff, you know, what, what are some of those, you know, the things that lead to horror stories?
1: Well, yeah, with the, um, with the Google ads, I mean, Google, you have to remember Google is a business. It's, um, it makes something like 95 or 97% of the billions of dollars that it makes. It's making it through the Google ads. So Google's number one objective is to get your money off you as fast as possible. So most people, you know, they jump on, they, they start running a few Google ads and they find very quickly uh, how much money you can lose um, in, a, in a matter of days. Um, and that's, that comes down to um, there's a thing in, in Google AdWords called negative keywords, which is probably more important than the keywords you're targeting. So Google will try to display your ad as much as possible. And let's say it's, um, let's say you're a painter, right? And, and the keyword that you're a painter in Brisbane, let's say the, the, the keyword that you want to target is painters Brisbane because you know, someone's typing that into Google painters, Brisbane, they're looking for a painter. So Google will, will also try to show your ad to people who are looking for paintbrushes or you know, paint sets. These are people who are looking to paint classes and people might people do click on all kinds of crazy ads. <laughs> so it's important that you you check those you know, you are checking in the back end sort of what keywords is Google trying to display your ad for and then you add them to what's called a negative keyword list. So you're telling Google do not display my ad when someone types in paint brush sets Brisbane. Yeah. Yeah. So you, that's, that's, that's sort of a big mistake. People can, you know, burn through it. and everyone, everyone makes that mistake. Like when, when they start off, you know, you burn through a lot of cash at the start until you sort of go along and you discover that. But the negative keywords is probably the crucial thing to, to cut your ad down. Um, and then also it's that, as I said earlier, the relevancy score. So if the keyword paints is Brisbane, in your ad, your Google ad, you make sure that you put "painters Brisbane" um, very clearly. And then, once they go to your landing page, again, "painters Brisbane." These keeping that consistency, these will increase your relevancy score, which, which will start to make make things cheaper. Great stuff.
0: Uh, yeah, sorry, John, I didn't mean to cut you off there, mate.
1: So- oh, oh no, that's okay. I sort of pause. I just thought again, you know that landing page is crucial as well. So if you have the landing page with the call to actions, you know if you can increase say you know you stay out of 10 people that are visiting your your landing page and you're only getting one person who calls you. A few of those landing page tweaks, adding call to actions, adding a big picture, it, it could just be the difference. instead of one person out of the ten, you might get two people out of the 10 calling you. You know that's instantly doubling the amount of calls you're getting just with a few tweaks on your landing page.
0: Awesome. So, uh, John, your business is called Engine Scout. Uh, cool name, mate. How'd you come up with that?
1: Yeah, it's actually. I mean, I was trying to find a, a a good name. I wanted something related to sort of search engines, and you know, there's so many do- there's, there's so many domains out there that are. Um, unavailable these days everyone's just grabbed them so I just I don't know I was just sort of messing around with different ideas I had like a I jumped online and just did like an instant name generator um, I, I typed in you know keywords like search engine and engine and just ended up coming up with engine scout so, That's no, so no real science behind it at all
0: <laughs> like so many other or names psychology. I can tell you mate <laughs> um, yeah cool mate so if people want to find out more about you and what you do uh, what's the best way to do that
1: yeah, the best would be to visit my website. Uh, that's uh, just enginescout.com.au. Um, and you can, you can find me there. And if you have any questions, just, uh, I've got a contact page, page there, or you could email me directly at john at enginescout.com.au. Uh, I'd be happy to, yeah, answer anybody's questions or if they have any sort of specific problems that they're dealing with.
0: Awesome, mate. Well, uh, look, thanks very much for your time on the show today. there uh, been some good little tips in there and a couple of things that I didn't know about uh, AdWords, and I'll be going back to some of my clients and telling mm-hmm. them to stop complaining about the amount of money they're spending and actually do it properly. So,
1: Yeah, no worries, Warwick. That's, thanks for having me on board. No thanks, worries. John.
0: You've been listening to the Tradies in Business podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business, and other cool stuff at
1: tradiesandbusiness.com.au.